What's happening with it? This is Slink Johnson, a.k.a. Black Jesus, your Lord and Savior. And you're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. How you love that? You are listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network. Featuring Pod of Thrones and the Shiznit. This is the Red Rock Podcast Network. From Red Rock Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is the Shiznit. Now, put your hands together for the Shiznit. Hey, welcome. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Shiznit Show. I am your boy. I am your host, Dino Red, and I have with me, as always, my rider dice, Miss. Dijon Monique is not here with us today. She is away on vacay. But we have back by popular demand, the man, <laughs> the myth, the legend, Mr. Pip Lilly. Yes, I'm back up in the game, running things to keep my swing, letting <laughs> all the people know that I'm back to run the show. <laughs> yeah, lie to me. Mark Morrison, that's, that's such a... I love that song. Uh, that song is so weird to me. It's, yeah, because it doesn't quite make sense. No, not only because he's that, hurt, but he's a Mac, right? <laughs> and and from when it came out, it's got this weird kind of like you can't really place the time. No, it doesn't sound like it. Did, it sounded old for when it came yes. out. And, <laughs> that is such a strange little song, but yeah. It, but it, Erica is an earworm, though. It is. It is. It definitely is. Because <laughs> I, I heard it this morning. I'm like, that's, I thought like, yeah, it's a weird song. Like when the, when the beat first hits, like, hey, this sounds like my uncle's music. Right, right. And then it kind of, and it sounds like it's going to be a rap, but it's not a rap. And then he said, it's a kind of a sad love song, but it's the return of the Mac. Yes. So <laughs> she hurt his feelings. And so now he's going back, going back to Mac. And, but I think he's got to be a bad Mac. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> if he all in his feelings and singing about you lied to my, <laughs> yes, I cried. Yes, I cried. <laughs> yes, I do. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, that's not, he's not the best Mac. No. Bonus points for knowing Mark Morrison. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. <laughs> Cause he's a one hit wonder. I don't think most people know that. That is true. That is true. <laughs> so let's get right to it, bro. How was the vacay? It was nice. It was a staycation. It okay. Was a staycation. I did listen to the show. Uh, okay. yeah, no, thanks for looking for me in the chat, but I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. <laughs> I was, problem. I was we straight get that. on vacation. We get it. We get it. It was a good vacation. I mean, Jason and I really kind of like had it really easy. We did like a spa day one day, uh, massages and stuff, all that good stuff. Okay. And Couples massage. Yeah. That was, that was kind of perfect. And to be quite honest, on uh, the next day, we get the massages on Sunday. And then on Monday, I was actually real sore mm-hmm. on the massages. But on Tuesday, I felt fantastic. Right. So it, okay. was, it was totally, totally worth it. So, I mean, we didn't really, I mean, it, that's, th- those are the highlights. Okay. 
I mean, we kept. But you did the, go out of town too, right? No, no, no. We had no? a staycation. Okay, I thought you went out of town first for something, and then like a uh, quick trip or something. No, just a couple weeks okay. ago for my aunt's funeral. But yeah, like I guess no. I'm so used to you going back and forth. Right. I well, the, I did have an aunt that had a funeral the week after that that I did not go to. Okay. But no, Jay, Jason yeah. and I just had a little staycation. Like I said, staycation okay. made it easy. We went to dinner at our favorite restaurant or that we always go to. That's not expensive. Yeah, to just just our place. Yeah. Just kept it simple, easy, breezy. Right. Man, nothing wrong with that. I, most of my vacations are staycations. So it was a staycation before they had a word for it. Right. <laughs> well, right. the other thing about it is, I mean, if I'm really being honest, I don't want to get too, too deep, but the best way for us to sort of talk at our one-year anniversary is talk about the future. Right. And we want to save for the future. We don't spend it celebrating right. one year. Yeah, that makes sense. We, we, we would rather put it towards celebrating five years or 15 years from now that's very wise so you know we're trying to build for the future a couple of things about the show y'all thanks for the anniversary wishes oh sure and yes i do know the guy for that asked for 40 dollars okay yeah okay (laughs) i've seen him i've seen his price go up what what did his whole sign say it just says something like it's it's really simple like forty dollars will is all i need or as simple as that or just give me forty dollars i mean it's 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 I mean, he's cut to the chase. Yeah. So I give him that. Right. And somebody, I, there's a lot of people down there that do have forty dollars to just sort of throw away. Yeah, that is true. At that corner, so that is. Fit. Yeah, that's the, if you. Yeah, if you're gonna stand at a corner, he's faithful. But and ask for forty dollars. But one. But it's also another dude that'll tell you a joke for a dollar. That is yes, in front of the uh, the metro. Yes. Yes, I see so him. He's working. Yes, he's working. He's like yeah. he'll tell you an a original joke. joke. Yes, an original yeah. joke. And yeah. if you laugh, what do you pay two dollars? Is that what it is? I think something like that. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. A dollar for the joke or something, and two dollars if you laugh or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, and then it's uh, then it's musicians around there. It's like, dude, you just got a sign that says "Give me forty dollars." Right. Like, and everybody no, else nothing. is working. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like they entertain and they doing something. And there's some talented people out there too. Oh my god, that dude that plays the cello that's yes! in the Target. Yes. Yes. That's he's exactly who I was talking about when I was there. There's some talented, some uh, talented people out there. I was definitely thinking of him. Yeah. That dude is. Whoo. He's bad. Yeah. That guy plays the guitar too in front of the the, the bank over at on on the seventh side. He's pretty good too. Yeah. I hear him playing since Stevie Wonder all the time. Yeah, it's yeah. I, I'm I'm wondering like what's going on with him. Like, is he, you know, I'm sure that he's on some sort of career path or something. If not, it's it's a, it's a shame. You mean the the, the, the cello, cello guy? guy? Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he is. I'm yeah. sure he's some student in L. A. Right. Maybe over at the way. at the um, was it Disney? Is it? Oh yeah, the, the there's a school up there. Yeah, right. Yeah, because not my far away. Girlfriend's son went to that school right. this summer, or went to a classes this summer. Yeah. Oh, one more thing about the show last week. You mm-hmm. were talking about drugs with side effects, and you mentioned Viagra, but mm-hmm. Viagra wasn't originally an ED drug. That was the side effect of that. It was for heart. It was for uh-huh. heart problems, and they found out that it made people's dick hard. Oh, so it was a good <laughs> side, a good side effect. Yes. Finally, we did have one. Man, because we definitely need some, because they definitely tend to be on the negative side. Right? Man, that's crazy. So there are some drugs that have, like, they discover, like, oh. Yeah, every now and then. Oh, that, okay. Okay, cool. Well, my vacation has been awesome up till now. And the only reason why now it's not awesome is because it's over. <laughs> Today is the no, last I day. I feel you. And I go back to that grind tomorrow. I but, feel you. But it started off really good. Um Monday. Well, <clears throat> well, first of all, my plans were kind of curtailed a little bit. My my wife 
you know, she she solicited me to do some things around the house. She had this this honeydew list that, you know, she required. I, I planned to sit around and and just chill the whole time, but she was like, mm, "I need you to do some stuff," and mm-hmm. I was like, "Whatever, all right." But I was like, "There's a couple things I, I still need to do," and one of them is I was planning on going to breakfast with Danya, and uh, so she's like, "Okay, well, you know, that's cool, whatever." So Monday. I and I, just the two of us, went to she didn't know she got up and she got dressed and everything. She's like, Should I wake mommy up? I'm like, No, it's just us. She's like, Oh, okay. So we hopped in the lift and uh, we went over to my dear's and we had breakfast. And while we were at breakfast, we had the long awaited talk. Wow. Well, yeah. it's, not, it's good. I'm glad yeah. you didn't wait a lot much longer. No, yeah. Well, she's 11 years old and in junior high school. And I gave my wife plenty of time, longer than I said I was going to give her. And I usually pretty good about keeping my word about stuff. But I really wanted her to be in on it. I didn't want her. But she just is, like, not there and doesn't seem to be anywhere close to wanting to do this. Probably just Probably just too hard for so, her. So, yeah. And, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that. I found it surprisingly easy. I was surprised at how easy it was. I don't think that she's scared to do it. I think that she don't want her child growing up. Her I'm baby. Not, I'm not, I think it's a little bit of all of that. I think it's a little bit of all of that. But, you know, she's going to grow up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Yeah, and you want her growing up prepared. Growing up prepared. Right, exactly. So we covered, I tried to be really thorough. We were there for a while, and we covered some of everything. We talked about course. You know, I tried to. My initial uh, approach was to ask her questions, you know, about or ask her to tell me what questions she, that she had. Okay, yeah. You know what? What does she hear? What What does she think? What does she? That wasn't happening. She was like too embarrassed. Right. She was like, no. And so I was like, okay, well, we'll take this another way because you know, since you don't feel comfortable, and I told her, I was like, that's normal. It's normal to feel you know, uncomfortable and embarrassed. I said, even though it's natural and there's nothing to be embarrassed about, you know, uh, it's, it's still natural. That is mm-hmm. the way, that's just the way we were built. And so we, we started off with, um, with, uh, where babies come from, you know, so we, we, we went into that, went to reproduction. Um, so I, I first, I, I kind of told her, you know, in the clinical terms, I started off with you know, like how men are built, how women are built, you know, anatomy. Mm-hmm. And I told her all the proper names of everything. And then, um, you did all this over eggs. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Well, I had, I had, uh, I had eggs. she had waffle. Mm-hmm. She just had one big ass waffle. It took her three days to eat it. Right. <laughs> A sweet potato waffle. And, uh, I told her, uh, I told her the, all the 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 slang and curse word versions, mm-hmm. you know, nice. of of you know, because I wanted her to know, you yeah. know, I, I was like, do you know what dick is? Do you know what pussy is? Do you know, what, you know? Mm-hmm. And her eyes kind of got. She's like, they're bad words. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, they're bad words, but they mean something. Do you right. know what they mean? And she knew a dick was a, a penis. She didn't know what pussy was she was like a cat <laughs> <laughs> that's cute yeah. that's so, cute uh, she you know so we went into that we went into stds and it's like a cat sex, baby right you we never went, know <laughs> you never know it's gonna behave we went into stds and 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 uh and safe sex uh we went into a little bit of, we talked a little bit about gender and gender identity and you know it being, there being multiple genders and 
this and that. We oh, we just we we went and do we just went in went so in. By the time you got to the end, how was she? She was actually before we got after a few minutes in, a few minutes in, she got way comfortable. And I kind of she asked questions because I started to yeah. She kind of did a little bit. I can't remember what she asked something about. She said, "Oh, she asked, she asked what is a pedophile." That's a good question. Yeah, she asked what a pedophile was. We went into that, and so that led into some things about like you know, um, stranger danger and mm-hmm. internet, you know safety and things like that good which was also timely because when we left from there we went phone shopping and i Mm. bought her her first phone so Mm -hmm. so yeah so that kind of all went together so we had a great day it was a it was a good day i think she will remember it and i think it was positive you know and uh it was good you know hopefully she will feel like she can come to me and talk to me. That's one of the, before we even started that, I told her, you know, you can always come talk to daddy about any and everything. Doesn't matter what it is. That's why I tell Jason. (laughs) Come talk to daddy Daddy about anything. (laughs) If you have any sex questions, do not be shy. (laughs) But boom. boom. (laughs) Yeah, man. So that was Monday. And then, um, Thanksgiving was, Awesome. We yeah. had, yeah, we had a white Thanksgiving. What do you mean? Because you saw the weather? No, <laughs> we, literally. We went to my nephew's house, which is in uh, near Palm Springs in Beaumont. Mm-hmm. It's like 80 miles from LA. You traveled on Thanksgiving Day? Yes. Okay. So and, did I. I yeah. hated it. Yeah, it was it was a two hour drive. Okay, same for us. And um, it's a, actually it was longer than it's that. It's an hour and a half drive when the traffic's good. Yeah, ours is like two and a half. Maybe hours, an, an hour. hour. If you like speed, <laughs> our, our, our 75 minute drive became two and a half hours. Yeah. But my, we left late, which actually worked. I was stressed out about it, but it actually worked out. So the, the, the dinner time was supposed to be, or the time that we were supposed to arrive was two o'clock. Mm-hmm. Right. So in order to get there too, we should have left by noon, 1230 at the latest. Mm-hmm. And I looked at the, the, the ways map and it said hour and a half. By the time we left, which was nearly two at two o'clock, it was like one forty-five or something like mm. that. The that one that hour and a half had grown past two hours, right? Because of traffic and all right. that stuff. Because that's when everybody else, else is leaving. Exactly. So we got there a little after four, which I was stressed out about because I had like four dishes that I was bringing, mm-hmm. you know. And I was then one people starving, waiting on us, whatever. But it worked out because they were running behind too. Well, it also was raining, so everybody was running behind. They were still cooking, and we didn't eat till almost six. Okay, so yeah, and I would have been very upset if I had gotten near a two and we didn't eat till six because <laughs> I didn't eat at all. Right. You know, I didn't eat at all because on Thanksgiving I generally don't because I'm cooking and I, you know, I want to be, you know, I want to save room for the, you know, dinner and all that stuff. So I generally don't eat, and we generally try to eat around lunchtime, mm-hmm. you know, instead of dinner time. So. Yeah, we didn't make it, but it was great though. We had fun. We played games. We hadn't played games in a few years. We our our family our favorite game is taboo. Is that mm-hmm. we play? I love we, taboo. Yeah, we get on teams and we play that. My niece was uh, the the life of the party, <laughs> and uh, we had a good time. No drama, no real drama to speak of. Um, like I said, it was white Christmas. It snowed there. And it was just white. We missed the snow. We didn't actually see the snow coming down, but the streets and the cars and everything was still, 
Mm-hmm. Lots of there was still plenty of snow. So Diane got to see snow and touch snow for the first time. And uh, like I thought, as soon as she uh, she's like, okay, oh, oh, she was so excited about seeing snow. As soon as she touched it and felt it, she was good. <laughs> then she was like, okay, I'm ready to go back in the house. It's cold. Mm-hmm. She does not like being cold. No. And uh, snow looks beautiful and fun, whatever, but it's just ice. Abs- I'm, I, that's why I left the Midwest. <laughs> right. It's just I ice. tell you what, living here now actually is lovely when you're in the city and you can see the snow-capped mountains right. in the distance. That's so beautiful. Yeah, which we did see that too. In the distance is, yeah. is the key word. Right. Words. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it it just rained. It rained on our on our Thanksgiving all the way all the way to my brother's house in Marietta. Um, but it was a nice Thanksgiving anyway. Yeah, so we had a great great food, great time. It was good. You know, my side of the family had been a little while since we all gotten together and everything. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't a whole lot of us, but it was a good amount of us. It was fun. It was great. Just That's great how mine was. Around. I wouldn't even say it was a good amount of us. Actually, it was it was my two of my brothers, our significant others. And their kids, right? It was great. That's oh. the if I'm really being honest, it was the best Thanksgiving I ever had. Family yeah, Thanksgiving. Mine was this was up there for me. It was one of my I, favorites. I mean, except some, except when I was a little kid, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody did everything and all you know, all, yeah. the, all those warm feels, right? Right. But, but as an adult, like family obligation kind of thing, yeah, it was awesome. Shout out to the chat. Thanks for joining us this Sunday morning. And I cannot pronounce this guy's name. Like none of them, he's got three names. And what, what do you think is? How do you think you pronounce his name? Egal. Egal. So what's up, Egal? Thanks for uh, checking in with us. Appreciate you joining us. And Allahi. And uh, no sign of Didi yet. So I don't. No. I don't. She said she was going to join us, but I, I right. wouldn't be surprised if she actually does. Because mm. uh, you know it's Sunday morning. I know early people be sleeping in. As soon as I heard when I was listening to y'all podcast, as soon as I heard like like. <laughs> Oh, look out for Pip in the chat. I'm like, oh no, don't look out. <laughs> don't look for me. <laughs> and he was not he was not there. <laughs> so asleep. Pip was nowhere to be found. <laughs> I'm like, you this is the last day of my vacation. Not only do I'm not only do I go back to work tomorrow, I have to also I start a new project in the evening. So I'm I got two jobs again. Right. So, right. Yeah, you told us about that. So yeah, it's 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 yeah. it's straight on. Because I didn't work last week at all. I worked well, I worked one day. I worked Wednesday because it was a half a day. Okay. Yeah, I was off all week too. I went in from eight to one on Wednesday because I had a doctor's appointment at two o'clock downtown. So oh, okay, I just might like, as well, might as well. Might and as then well. I didn't want to take a PTO because it right. was only five hours. Right. So I was like, well, I don't take a PTO for eight hours. So I'm only going to work five hours anyway. Right. I'll save them three hours. <laughs> no, that's a broke ass hack right there. Right. Get all exactly. your money. Yes. All right. So, uh, and shout out to um, those who are listening to uh, listening to us on Beat Break Radio eighty seven FM, where Yo. music and talk radio lives down in the ATL. Yeah, Atlanta. Hope you guys had a uh, happy Thanksgiving, like we did here. I hope your weather was nice. This is the this is normally normally L A is the place to be on Thanksgiving. Honestly, it is like the perfect it conditions. Like yeah. can't get more perfect until this year. <laughs> but that's all right. One, one I've been here. 13 years, 1 and 13 ain't that so bad. Hey, I liked it. It was a nice change of pace for us. You know, I would I would prefer what we had to, you know, it being 90 degrees like the week before. What was the rain, though, that also made – it was rainy and holiday yeah. traffic that made our commute so long. And then when Jason yeah. and I left, it was dark and rainy. Yeah. Well, Thanksgiving is the worst day for travel. Right. Like every, every – even, right. even worse than Christmas is like – 
the most traveled day of all the days every right. year. But so. if you throw the rain in there, it just made it worse. That's oh, all yeah. I'm saying. No, no. You, yeah, you're right. 100. So. 100. And then, you know, I had, you know, the kids were running around. They couldn't go outside. Oh, yeah. That's oh, That's true. I forgot about that because we didn't really have any. Daniel's the little, the smallest kid at, at our family's Thanksgiving. It wasn't so. a lot of kids. I mean, there's only four kids. Right. But, yeah, them being cooped up in the mm-hmm. house. Exactly. Yeah. That, yeah. Okay, Pip. You ready to get in these topics? Let's do it. News and Noteworthy. So it's it's the time of year for all the cheer and everything and the feel goods and all that. And so and we had quite a few stories that were already focused. So that's kind of the theme, this this I love that. This show. I love that. We have a lot of feel good stuff going on. So I love that. I like good news. Yeah, you know? Exactly. Good news for a change. So uh first up, we have Tyler Perry. Who is known for his philanthropy? Yes, he's gone he, over he's beyond a, more than once. He's what the church people call a giver. Yes, you know what I'm saying. Yes, that this man is, he has gone to Walmart and paid off everybody's layaway yes. bills. We've talked about it on the show many times. He's paid people's. And he's done this for years. Yeah, yeah. And the, it just he's seems like the more successful he gets, the more he gives. Yeah, more, you know. I can't so. be mad at him. No, can't be. Yeah, he's a, he's a great guy, wonderful guy. And I don't think it's just I don't think it's just publicity. Because he keeps doing it. No, no, he keeps doing it. And he, no, yeah, I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it's publicity at all. I don't I think don't. so either. I really think it's genuine. I, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah. I one hundred percent agree. Yeah, I, I really do. I believe it's genuine. Uh, so anyway, there's a couple. There was a couple that was on a cruise, a cruise to Mexico, and Mexico. Uh, mm-hmm. And the the uh, actually they they were not uh, husband and wife yet. They're actually uh, engaged, right. engaged to be married. And the Does she get sick or he got sick? He got he sick. got sick. The the groom to be or the yeah because they they both fiance so I guess you call him the groom to be. Uh, he gets sick, and she says that she thought he was just experiencing some seasickness. Sure, and she was telling him to man up, quit being a baby, mm-hmm. shake it off. Come on, let's have some fun and whatever, whatever. So, uh, come to find out. The guy was real sick. Yeah. Real sick. He had to go to the, I guess they call it the infirmary. Mm-hmm. It's the ship's doctor. And they said that the man was diabetic. He had pancreatitis. Mm-hmm. He also had a kidney disease and or kidney infection. And uh, I think there was something else too. Kidney infection. They're just checking stuff off. Kidney infection, diabetes, pancreatitis. I think that was it. Here's some scoliosis just for good measure. Right? (laughs) (laughs) Little cancer or whatever. Yeah. Good for what ails you. But anyway, yeah, so they had to, uh, they sent him, you know, uh, via emergency to the the nearest hospital in Mexico. On land. Because he was in such bad shape. He was literally dying. You know, one of those things could kill you. Yeah. <laughs> just one. You just yeah, need one. Just one. You can die from. But all three of them, that was a bad combination. The, the, the gentleman did not know he was diabetic until that moment. Mm-hmm. So uh, he obviously wasn't trying to live his life, you know, uh, it, with, with that in mind. Right. So, yeah. His, oh, and that was that was the other thing. His, his glucose levels were sky high because he wasn't aware that he had. Right. And he's on a cruise right. with all right. this great thing you come out they got right. big ass cocktails and buffets and, right yeah and and on top of that when whenever you're sick 
the first thing that happens to a diabetic, one of the first things is that your glucose levels go up. Mm. So, yeah, and then like you said, all that other stuff, just just a, a perfect storm for a very bad situation sure. for, this, for this gentleman. So he goes in, and, and they, they work on him and everything, and they basically, basically they save the man's life, you know, and he says he's grateful for that. And so it's time for him to go home. Or and this is just a matter of days, right? This is not like months. He's no, this is like, yeah, letter, literally a couple of days. Yeah. And he's uh, trying to get ready to go home. And, uh, and they, 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 you know, they tell him about the bill. Basically, they, they tell him that he owes $14,000. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, wow, okay, well, you know. Bill me. Give me the bill, <laughs> and we'll, we'll figure it out when we get home. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, no, sir, this, like, it's, uh, you have to pay the bill before you leave. That's how we do it here, mm-hmm. which is true. That is how they do it in Mexico. And, and you know, in fairness to Mexico, $14,000, that would have been the first hour here. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, let alone a couple of days. And for all that, come on now, let's be real. Uh, You're right. Now I think about it. He had a lot going on for two days, $14,000. You're yeah. right. That's yeah. not yeah. that. Bad of a medical bill compared no, to what it would be in the here. U.S. No, it wouldn't have been. The one aspirin would have been like 14000 <laughs> So he's like, you owe us for that Tylenol that you took. <laughs> you went to an emergency room. We gave you Tylenol. $14,000. Uh, so uh, he uh, was shocked, you know, because he's in a foreign country. He didn't know that was the rules. You know, it was an emergency. Nobody asked him for this stuff beforehand. And so he's like, now, like, well, I, he didn't have any insurance. And he just assumed that it was like the U.S. Well, would you let us go and we'll figure it out later on. So not only did he not have insurance, but he didn't have the money. He said, mm-hmm. I'm not like, trying I'm not trying to welch on the bet on the not on, on the bill, but I genuinely don't have the money. You right. know, we, we're on this cruise. We're like trying to get married. My credit cards don't go up to fourteen thousand yeah. dollars. So you know what? what? That, yeah. that limit is not that high. We don't have, you know, we, we don't have it. And they literally uh, kept them captive. They right. physically would uh, keep uh, would keep them from leaving. They said even to the point where one uh, uh, administrator or a person on the hospital staff grabbed a trash can lid mm. and kind of used that to, like, you know, force them back into the hospital <laughs> as they were trying to exit. So, yeah, they weren't playing about this, uh, you know, uh, do upon uh, do do before exit. They weren't they weren't playing about that. Their side of it is. And of course, we know that this is not this might have something to do with it, but it's not all the way true. Uh, Their side of it is, well, no, it wasn't about the bill per se. Mm -hmm. It was about the fact that he was still too ill to travel Mm -hmm. and we were trying to keep him here for his own good. Which that might have something to do with. I do believe he was too ill to travel. I've had pancreatitis. Mm-hmm. I am diabetic. I've never had uh, kidney uh, problems. Knock on wood. Uh, but so I, I do know that pan- pancreatitis is something that, unless they gave him surgery, mm-hmm. which I don't know if they did or not, because they don't still say surgery. That even yeah, you still two days. Yeah, you never recovered. It's some right, right. It, that's that's pretty fast for everything that he had going on. I had oral surgery. I was out for three days. There you go. So I definitely believe that he wasn't up to traveling. Mm-hmm. I do believe that. But I don't believe, because there is a, a, such a thing as, at least here in the U.S., about signing yourself out AMA, mm-hmm. which stands for Against Medical Advice. Right. And, my cousin did that to, came to, to come to my grandma, uh, excuse me, my auntie's funeral. Right. 
Okay, so I don't. I think pretty much that's. There's a lot of things that vary from country to country, but generally, holding someone against their will is generally frowned upon, no matter where you go. Right. That's one of those things. Like, mm-hmm. like no, it's universal. Right. The word no. Wherever you go, people understand no. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's the same that most ladies. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think holding somebody against their will is one of those things. No matter what the circumstances. Uh, you know, is generally frowned upon no matter the country. So anyway, Tyler Perry hears about the situation and he calls them up. He calls the hotel, uh, the hotel, the hospital, calls the hospital. And he tells them that he's going to take care of their bill and get them home. Mm. Thank you, and, Tyler. Uh, Thank he, you, Brother Tyler. Yeah, you know, he does. And of course, the, the couple was so grateful. I mean, yes. <laughs> I, I, I mean, what are you going to do? I would be panicked. I would be panicked. Right. I would be panicked. I mean, like, what are we going to do? Right. I mean, I guess you start calling up everybody you know and saying, like, can you get can you just s- give something? Like, right. this is one of those, like, anything is, is helpful kind of thing. Yes. Whatever you can give. But $14,000 is still a lot to come up with. It is. And on top of all that, they've, they've already lost money. They lost money on their cruise. cruise. Yep. That the money that they spent, who knows where their yeah. luggage and stuff is at this time, which and they got to get back from the ship. The, the money that they're going to have to take uh, for a plane because right. they that those not they didn't have those arrangements. They had arrangements to from return the, from whatever the do, wherever, wherever the port they docked, was right yeah. to return back there. Yeah, and then fly. And they're from, from Sandy Springs. Is not any cruise ship ports in Sandy Springs. No, so they was you know they probably lost that flight from yes, yes the original yeah. flight too. Exactly. Yeah. So they, there was a lot of lot of lot of problems that they were in, in, encountering. Oh, Tyler Perry. Good on you, Brother Tyler. So, Brother Tyler Perry steps in and saves the day once again for these people and, uh, you know, gets them back home and everything. And, you know. I'd like to think. I mean, Tyler Perry has a lot. Is he a billionaire yet? He's not. Okay. But he's he's, he's pretty, up there. Pretty, yeah, he's pretty, pretty close. I'd but. like to think that if I had that kind of flow, I would be this person. I would like to think that too. I mean, actually, I really genuinely, genuinely feel that I am that kind of person. I am that person because I like to help. And if, I mean, if it's this is doesn't hurt him. I know I would be that kind of person with my friends and family. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would be that much this person with strangers. Now I, I know I, I, I I know I would do quite a bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I would I would definitely give to charities and different things and organizations and and I would definitely do good deeds and kind things or whatever. But I'm not sure just being perfectly honest mm-hmm. if I would be this you know what I mean? This much this person. I I, I think I would. I'll t- I'll tell you I try not I try to do things anonymously when I can, when I do what what I can do that's like Tyler what Tyler Perry did which is I can't do that at all, but right. like what I can in my own range, yeah. I try to do anonymously. I have more than once, like I've seen somebody at like Jack in the Box who just didn't have enough money for their meal. And my heart goes out to them. It's Jack in the Box. And you don't have right. enough. Right. So I've stepped up and I said, you know, and, I, and there's like yours is this. I'm like, I'm paying for that dude too. Just, you know, tell him, right. tell him for me. Cause I don't want to do it. Yeah. And then they'll say, I'll, I'll get, they'll say like, Hey sir, uh, s- someone has paid for your meal. You can have it now. Yeah. And, and I just, don't try to, not to take credit for it. Right, right. You know, um, that's how I like to do it. Um, so I think I would, I would do stuff like that. And these are people I don't know. Right. I, I, it just breaks my heart when I see somebody that can't help themselves and I can. Right. That's all. Yeah, no, I get it. If I they can it. help themselves, you, mm, mm, that's different. 
And you know what? In, in fairness to me, uh, I the way I I don't know. I feel like I always always uh, kind of cheat down. You know myself with like and me doing good deeds. Whatever. For example, I give you an example. I always talk about you know just in jest when we're talking about finding money and things like that, and I say how it would keep it and this and that. And I return money every time I found money, and it was possible for me to return it. Mm-hmm. I have like the only time I found money and kept it was when it was just like a loose bill. Yeah, just on the street where it was like no way for me to right. You know what I mean? But every time I found money, like in a wallet, or um, back in the day when I used to like uh, clean people's like this this my uh, I used um I used to work with my father. We was clean out this lady's garage. Her father had passed away, and uh, she she told me me and my partner she was like, "Hey, my father was old and senile, and he's had we found money hidden all over the place. So you mm-hmm. might find money here in the garage, you know." Appreciate it if you, you know, give it to us. Right. We found a lot of money, a lot of money, hundreds mm-hmm. of dollars, you know, and, you know, we turned it all in. They gave us, you know, a nice little little reward. But in any case, my point is I say that, you know, like if, if like if somebody told me that story, I'd be like, man, I'd be keeping that. I say that, mm-hmm. but then when opportunity comes, I don't really right. do that. <laughs> well, you also know what's right. 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 And, and you, you, you're, you're a person that, that tries to do what's right. I know that. I do. So I do. You're in, in a lot of ways, you and I are similar that way. It's kind of almost hardwired. It's like, I just don't know how to do it any other way. I, I, I think about the other way all the time, but I just can't do it. Right. Cause I can't live with myself afterwards. I don't have the guilt and uh, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, and I feel like, you know, somebody probably needs it more than me or whatever. And even if they don't, it ain't yours. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. True. And if it was meant for True. me, I get it. Right. I feel that's how I feel. Yeah. If it was yeah. meant for me, it'll come back around to me. And I feel Honestly. like the universe has worked that way for me. Right. Like what's mine comes to me and what's not mine, I need to give back. Exactly. Exactly. So okay, so keeping with the uh the same uh, you know, feel good spirit of the show as we talked about. So the artist Sia. I love Sia. Sia goes undercover at Walmart. Does she wear a chandelier? She did not wear a chandelier. And I think the reason why Sia is so you can't guarded, her with her, guarded with her um, identity is it, so that she can go, go out and, and do things like this without being recognized. Being recognized because she told people that her name was Cece. Mm-hmm. And her cover story was, my name is Cece and I won the lottery and I'm just, <laughs> you know, you know, trying to make, you know, give you guys some Merry Christmas or Happy Holidays or whatever. And so she goes to Walmart, Tyler Perry's old uh, stomping ground where he's a uh, you know gifted to people. She goes and she just goes from register to register, paying for people's you know uh, goods. You know whatever. That is so they, sweet. Yeah, they're they're you know their groceries and presents and whatever else they're buying, and just she just does that. And then uh, they said she left there, and like I said, and then people were asking because they take pictures, and some people figured out who she was. Mm-hmm. Most people didn't, I don't think, but yeah. And uh, one one. One person that she helped out put it uh, uh kind of blew her up on uh, on uh, Twitter, mm-hmm. put it on Twitter and kind of blew her cover a little bit just because she was so grateful and thankful. Right. And after she realized what she did, she kind of apologized, but she was just like, "I was so grateful, you know." And I just feel like it, you deserve recognition for it or whatever, and you know. But it is just a great, just a really nice and just generous thing to do. Okay, 
I have met Sia. I don't know Sia, okay. but I have met Sia. Sia was a customer of ours at Williams-Sonoma. Okay. And I have to say she was one of the nicest people. Yeah. I mean, genuinely kind, lovely, sweet, and banging nails. <laughs> banging nails. <laughs> well, she looked like, if you wonder how she looked for this, she looked like any person off the street. She had her hair pulled all the way back into like a little ball on top of her head. And then she had just had on like this, this winter coat, uh, kind of like full length or whatever. Nothing fancy, nothing fancy at all. She just like a, a average Walmart mm-hmm. shopper mm-hmm. is what she looked like. And, uh, you know, she just went around doing it. And they, they also said that she went to other stores as well. She was spotted at TJ Maxx, mm-hmm. not far from that same Walmart doing the same thing. And when she so. was in Williams-Sonoma, again, she was also a regular down-to-earth person. Be, by the way, she's more than just a recording artist. She's written a lot of songs that you know okay. that you don't, you don't associate with her, her. Associate, with, associate with other artists. So right. she's a great songwriter, too. So okay. she's actually quite wealthy cause from her songwriting right. more than even her musical career. Right. And like so, Candy. Candy yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, so she's got the ducats, but she li- she lives just very... She's just a regular. She's just regular. I and I appreciate it. But like I said, her you, I can tell by her, her manicure is the only thing that made me think this bitch might have some money because <laughs> it was so good. Wow, it was so good. Wow, that's the only tip. Yeah, even her car. It was a. It was like you know a hybrid, but it wasn't like a Tesla. Right, right. <laughs> so good on you, Sia. And good on you, brother Tyler. Sister Sia, brother Tyler. For real. And this, I just think it's nice to, you know. Because typically, you know, when we talk about celebrities, we're talking about all the negative stuff. Salaciousness. Yeah. All the all the gossip, all the things that they, mm-hmm. you know, you know, the negative things in their lives, whatever. Sure. And personal business. and the, Skywriting. Yeah. The just drama, outside of child thing. school after yeah. the judge said no. Yeah. Generally, not paying taxes. That's generally so. Cheating. You know, we want to we want to give equal time to the the good things that yes. we do. See, ain't kiss nobody husband. Find out. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler didn't kiss nobody husband. Nope. <laughs> that we know of. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. So. uh <laughs> We have another feel good story, but this one's a little bit different. But it's still keeping in line with the feel good. But this is a uh, one of our favorite type stories on this show. I know I love these uh, these type stories, and we've had them before. Uh, this one's out of Florida, of course, of course. So there's a woman, eighty two years old, in her house minding her own business. Pip, mm-hmm. she hears a knock at the door, and this lady's 82, but she ain't no dummy. She hears a male voice on the other side saying, help me, help me. Open the door, help me. I need help. Please mm-hmm. call an ambulance. Do something. Help me. Right? This lady said, uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't calling the ambulance. I'm calling the police. So this lady called the police. Refused to open the door. So this guy proceeds to break into her house. But see, this guy didn't know that she wasn't the average 82 year old. Right. This lady was something special. 
She's a bodybuilder. I want myself. She's an award-winning bodybuilder who still works out at the Y. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he picked the wrong house. Yeah, Granny got guns. Granny, <laughs> yes, she does. So she said when she heard him in the house, she picked up the first thing that she could find, which was a table. <laughs> Go ahead, Granny. Right? Granny picked up a table and broke it over his ass. <laughs> Knocked him to the floor. Grabbed the next first thing she could find, which happened to be some shampoo. Okay. She squirted that all in his face. Mm, so she's smart, too. Yes. And thinking quick. Yeah. Quick with it. Yeah. And then she grabbed a broom and continued to whip his ass with the broom. She do it at movie style. Until the police showed up. This is like what they do in like the movies. Yes. A little of this, a little of that, that, a little yep. that. <laughs> it sounds it, that's exactly what it sounds like, like a movie. The first responders show up and they're so impressed by her. The police, the paramedics, everybody, they're on this lady's porch taking selfies with her <laughs> as they wheel this man off to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> Granny got all in that ass. Yes, she did. <laughs> yes, she did. So, uh, yeah, shout out. For shout real. out. That's amazing. Good for you. You know. I need to take it to the gym. Oh, my God. That's so amazing. When my granny passed away, she was 10 years younger than this. Yeah. And you could have pushed her over with one finger. <laughs> yeah, my my father is uh, about the same age as this lady. And same thing. You could probably push him over. And my dad is six foot. 216 pounds at least mm. This was a little itty bitty 80s year old woman Yeah She she wasn't statuesque No she wasn't She wasn't you know Meg the Stallion This lady was little bitty something Probably barely five feet something But she was strong and smart uh, Yes She was And she was like you, Please Go ahead granny She's like I'm not I mad at you mm-hmm. she ain't, I ain't no victim like, you want some of this smoke? You protect my house, Granny. <laughs> right? She said, you want some of this smoke? I love that she just starts off with the table. What's the first thing here? A table. Right. All right. <laughs> you lucky she, wasn't in the living room. Pick up a couch. And people, you know, you watch movies and they break furniture on people all the time. That that stuff is, is you know, it's fake. Yeah, it's, it's meant to shatter. It's made to shatter. Right. It's not easy to break. Even cheaply made furniture. Yeah. Does not break easily over a human being. No, it does not. <laughs> no, you got no. You got to hit somebody a few times or yeah. the right spot. Even bottles, you know, you bottle. Oh my break god, bottles on people all the time. Oh That's, my god, that is not no. easy. You'll break somebody's skull before right. the bottle. Will break. Yeah, I just, I just like you just gave me a big <laughs> headache because like, I, yeah, you could break somebody's skull before the bottle breaks. Yes, especially those champagne bottles. Oh, oh my man. god, yeah, you could do some damage. That's a serious weapon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> those things do not break on people's heads. The movie's been lying to y'all. <laughs> yeah, the ones in the movies are made out of sugar. Yeah, you will kill somebody with that. You really could. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> be careful. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. If somebody breaks into your house, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I just want you to know <laughs> what you're doing when you do it. So was was uh the quote he picked the wrong house? Was that her quote? That was her quote. That's exactly what she said. He picked the wrong house. That's what she said. <laughs> and she showed him. She sure did. Mm, 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 mm. And I hope everybody in jail knows what he did so they can all laugh at him. <laughs> I will say this about this granny. I I bet she does not have good sweets at her house. I bet you don't like you like you go to granny house like where the pie? Ain't no pie in here. Yeah, uh-uh. It's protein shakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
You can have some cheese and crackers. <laughs> she don't do dairy. <laughs> Granny don't do dairy and or carbs. <laughs> you can ask. You, no. You mean some seaweed and some protein shakes at Granny House. Maybe some sunflower seeds. Is she feeling generous? Right. But you have that fat. Exactly. Okay, so more Netflix news. We always got Netflix news. So this is just a little heads up. If you own an older device, older one of these devices, Netflix for you may not work after today. Mm. Today is the cutoff deadline because some of the older tech is not compatible with their latest rollout and uh, won't be able to stream Netflix any longer. Lucky for you, Netflix is found in abundant places. And, you know, is it pretty easy fix if need be uh, to buy a new streaming devices? Not that expensive. But here's a here's a, a list of uh, some of the things that uh, may no longer work for you starting today. Uh, the Roku SD, uh, the Roku HD-XR, the Roku HD, and the Roku XD. Now, also select uh, select Vizio smart TVs with Vizio internet apps, a.k.a. Uh, VIA. I have one of those. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. That were sold around uh, 2012 to 2014 while also, not may, that old. may also be affected. Uh, this was, unfortunately, as specific as the company would get. But if your Vizio TV is at least five years old, you might have to find another way to watch Netflix starting today. Uh, the same goes for select 2010 and 2011 Samsung TV, uh, smart TV models that were sold in the U.S. and Canada. But once again, model numbers were not provided. Well, my so. TV's not this old, yeah. and I still have my Fire TV. So I'm There you go. So you're good. So Because none of the Fire TVs, as you notice, were affected. And it's, it's basically for, you know, TVs. In a Roku. couple of models that are in Roku that are like five years old. So if you got something that's fairly recent then you should be good and and if not again you can get a fire stick for about 30 bucks they're so cheap they are so actually cheap. they just had a sale this past week and i don't know if they're still on sale but i almost bought the recast mm-hmm. which is normally 249 229 it was a hundred dollars off this week on amazon wow and if nice. you do and they still have like again in place of my broke ass hack let me just say this on amazon on a lot mm-hmm. of the electronics you can do five month payment plan Yes, that's true. You can. It's a good way to get these like streaming devices too. So it is. Have you found or been into? Have you uh, taken advantage of any other uh, any you know Black Friday sales or anything like that? Uh, I spent zero dollars on Black Friday, and I say one hundred percent in every store. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I tell you, I, I'm for real about this. Jason and I are trying to start our planning for the future. I'm I'm only buying two Christmas gifts this year. Jason okay. and my mom. That's it. Good. Good for you. Good for you. So uh, I have actually haven't uh, bought anything yet, but I've been keeping a lookout for some things. Um, one of the things I'm in the market for uh, a new downstairs television. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's that. I've been waiting for. I saw some really good deals during Black Friday, but I I didn't want to miss what might happen on Cyber Monday. So, and generally, the Cyber Friday deals will mm-hmm. run into Cyber Monday. Mm-hmm. So, I figure I won't miss out on that. You right. know what I mean? I'll check but out I deals tomorrow. Miss out on, yes, I might miss out on some Cyber Monday. So, 
And also, I'm going to look for a few things. Danya's got her main present from me, which was the the phone. Mm-hmm. But I'm a, also I get her like some. Sh- she needs some some tennis shoes and some other little things like that. I'm so, almost certain I can say this on the air because she won't listen to the show. But my mom's probably going to get an Amazon gift card. Oh, okay. Because that is our favorite family gift is cash. Yeah. And that and and, and or giving you something you can spend the way you want to spend it. Right. So. That's what I planned on giving my wife cash, but then she came to me and decided that she, a couple, uh, uh, I think last year or the year before last, I, um, I offered to buy her a coat for Christmas because it was this coat that she wanted. It was kind of pricey or something. And I offered to get it to her, and then she said yes, but then she never gave me the details to get it. And then this year, when I was planning on giving her cash, she asked me, could she still get the coat? And I was like, sure. So yeah. I don't know what to give Jason, but um, mom's easy. Right. Yeah. Jason, I got him a sewing machine for his birthday. I don't know how I'm supposed to top that. <laughs> well, speaking of presents and this and that, let me ask you this. If, if I feel like I'm being a little petty with this. Uh, I know what to get my dad this year because I went to visit him yesterday. I took him a plate from Thanksgiving and everything. And I was wearing, I have this new jacket. It's, a, uh, it's I really like it. It's kind of, um, what do you call it? Kind of a, a Letterman style. Mm-hmm. But it's it's screen print. It's not, it doesn't have like the wool or whatever. And it has, you know how the, um, it reminds me of a, of a, of a sports version of, um, NASCAR. You know how the NASCAR jackets have all the different logos yeah. and stuff yeah. on it? Well, it's kind of like, well, I said, it's like a Letterman style jacket, but it has all the Negro League oh, that's cool. teams. And, but a screen print, so it's smooth, whatever. And mm-hmm. I got it off of, uh, I found it on Etsy. And so when I took my when I took my dad's plate, I was wearing it, and he started asking me a bunch of questions about it. And I knew he was gonna want one, mm-hmm. but part of me don't want. I don't want my dad to have the same jacket as me. Oh, <laughs> give him that jacket. First of all, he remembered the Negro League. So, but it's not like we hang out together. <laughs> That's true. So that could be awkward. At, but the cl- yeah. at the club together with your dad with the same jacket on, right? Like twinsies. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not even 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 going to family. Like if he's wearing it, then mm-hmm. I, he either he's gonna have to take it off, or I'm gonna have to take it off. Mm. Who wore it best? We're not. Yeah, we're not wearing. We're not gonna be twinsies <laughs> anywhere. Only person I would be twinsies with is my daughter. Like anybody else, forget it. <laughs> I will. I feel you. Anybody else? No, that ain't happening. All right. So speaking of Netflix. I'm going to talk about a couple of shows that are on Netflix now or coming out very soon. Have you heard about The Irishman? I've seen ads for it. Yeah, that was actually in theaters first. They did that thing that they do so that it qualifies for, you know, the Oscars and things like mm-hmm. that. I don't know, unless the Academy sees something I didn't see and my nephew agreed too. We were talking about it this morning. Uh, it's a little, a little underwhelming. Mm-hmm. I was a little disappointed, to be honest. It's not bad. It's not bad. But there was some hype around it. it. It's not great. It's definitely not great. It's very long. And a long movie that's not great just feels too long. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. Like, it's not like The Godfather or some, you know, where, where it's long and you still don't want it to end because it's that's so well good. Put. That's well put. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. No, I know what you mean. So, yeah. So, uh, I didn't like, I, I, you know, it's just, it's just too long. I just watched finally for the first time the Bohemian Rhapsody last night. It took me a long time to see it. It's oh, long. that's it's long. That's the, the that's the one the about Queen. yeah about uh, the um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Thank you. I couldn't yeah. think of his name, but it but, didn't seem long. Yeah. Okay. So I know what you mean. Yeah. 
So yeah, and it's 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 not a lot going on. And I don't I'm I'm used to like I said, The Godfather is not an action packed movie. No. You know what I mean? But it's one of those kind of movies that the subject matter yeah, and but you're on the edge of your seat, so it's right, next. Right. In this movie Where are they going? There's no action like the guy, like typical like a lot of gangster movies, but it doesn't have that something that the Godfather and Goodfellas have that keep you on the edge of your seat. It doesn't have that at all. It also has Robert De Niro narrating the whole thing. And it's narrating. Narrating for me is tricky. Well, I don't, well, I don't think it's, well, I guess it's really not tricky. It's pretty simple for me. Personally, I think narrating is a tool Mm -hmm. and it should be used as such, right? Not used as like, you know, gimmicky or just having it just because you like it or something like that. I feel like narrating is effective when, for example, this movie is about mob stuff, right? If we're so entrenched in that world and what's going on and there's a lot of insider uh, jargon or, or, or um, uh, nomenclature, you know, or something like that, there's, there's a lot of details that we as lay people or civilians wouldn't understand, mm-hmm. then a voiceover or narrator helps to explain what you're seeing, what you're going on, what's mm-hmm. going on and make that plain for you so that you understand and you follow, you get all the nuance. But if you're just going about regular life and there's no shit in there that's deep or, or foreign to me, then why the fuck are you explaining everything? Because right. I can see what's going on. Right. I don't need your ass telling me and what I'm looking it's at. It's a visual medium. I'm right. <laughs> I don't need you telling me what I'm looking at. Yeah. I know what the fuck I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> so, yeah, voiceover should be setting tone or, yeah, like you say, explaining things. Exposition. That, yeah. That's needed, you know, on, on some kind of I don't like when they do it exposition. I don't like exposition and voiceover. Again, I'm that's like, true. That's just lazy. Sh- show me. That's lazy. Don't tell right. me. Right. That's bad writing. But, so if you said, right. but if you're setting the tone or, you know, it's yeah. like it's – it's like, you know, Sunset Boulevard, we see a dead body in the pool, and the guy's like, that's me. Right. Then I'm like, oh, what, what happened to you? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. So, so the, yeah, it's Robert De Niro is, is, you know, voiced over through the whole thing, and that's annoying and unnecessary. And uh, just it just pulls me out of it and reminds me that I'm watching a movie. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all it does. It just, it just, um, and then it was very, like my nephew said, very all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it was one of those things where, you know, it, this time zone and this time frame and this time, you know, this, you know, like four different time frames. And so while, like I said, it's not horrible, but it's not great. It's okay. And it would have been, uh, served a lot better by being a lot shorter. And, uh, it had been a little bit more thought out, you know, a couple of little things here and there, but yeah, it was underwhelming and, and, uh, not very great for the length. Lost in Space is back this month. Yay. Yes, big yay. Big yay. And a new show called V Wars, which stands for Vampire Wars. This show has been around for a long time in one form or another. Different incarnations have popped up here and there. Surprisingly, I had never heard of because I'm very much into the whole vampire folklore or whatever. Love it a lot. Always have. Um but yeah, I've never heard of Vampire Wars, and that's what it had been called heretofore. This version of it for Netflix is called V Wars, and that starts this month as well. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Uh, this this story here, this was very interesting, Pip. Uh, singing show tunes proven to help fight off dementia 
and Alzheimer's disease. That is so bizarre that they would choose show tunes of all things. But I, I've been thinking about this. This this story's been obviously means something special to me. I used to be in musical theater, right? And I know a lot of people that really really love show tunes. And I've been like, how does it that show tunes specifically? But I, it's starting to make sense to me because they have like narratives to them. And it's like they're little mini show tunes. To, uh, songs are usually mini stories. And I know we also know music has like a wonderful ability on human beings, on babies right. that don't know language yet. Um, mm-hmm. All that stuff. So yeah. I love the story, actually. Well, I also think what I got out of the story, in addition to that, the reason why show tunes um, got the response that it did is because that the generation. Oh, sure, sure. The generation that, that, that we're dealing with. Where show tunes was still pop culture. Right. And so those trigger memories. Sure. So I think for like by the time we get older, yeah. that age, uh, whilst any singing or whatever will probably do some good, right? Like it probably for me wouldn't be show tunes. Because, it's not gonna be Hamilton, right? It's probably gonna be hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know, it's probably gonna do it for me. So I feel uh, you, Motown. Actually, in our lifetime, you know I mean? it's only been like maybe three or four shows that have had like hit songs that were like that. Came where it used to be like exactly. everything was on Broadway had a hit song in it. Right, right, yeah. So that's the because like you like you said any any other music would be therapeutic to some extent, mm-hmm. but show tunes is, is super effective, more effective for them because of the how we had our mind works and how our mind uh, associates memories to music. I love that. So. One day I might. I'm, there's a possibility I might just be in a nursing home singing the barge. <laughs> <laughs> to the beat of the, the rhythm, rhythm of the, the night. I knew that was the song. I knew it. That was the one that immediately popped into my head, too. <laughs> you all right, Mr. Lily? I am. I can remember everything, nurse. Just beat it. <laughs> just beat it. <laughs> what you want to be? <laughs> Yeah, man. Where did you come from, baby? And ooh, won't you take me there? Right. So basically, the whole the article, um, the the subheading of it was, "Don't give up on these people." Aww. And the writer is saying that you know there's still a lot we don't know, still a lot we're we're finding out. Um, this is something that we do know is keeping them engaged, right? You know, keeping them engaged is. Extremely important. Have you ever had somebody with dementia or Alzheimer's in your family? Yes, my mother. Yeah. My it's, mother. it's tough. It is. It's tough, but it's not like the movies or the cartoons where they're just all completely off. No. They have their moments, yeah. and you just kind of have to watch them mostly because yeah. you just never know what might happen. Right. But for the most part, they're still mostly there. Mostly. But they it does change them sometimes. It definitely changes them. Yeah, my, my mother, uh, at the end, she I kind of kept – that's one of the, the my biggest regrets about my mother having dementia, uh, other than all the other obvious things, is that um, my my daughter really won't have any memories of her because I kept her kind of shielded because my mm. mother after the dementia took in towards the end. And my mom loved kids, but mm. but once the dementia got a hold of her, nah, she couldn't she couldn't tolerate them. Mm. She didn't she couldn't tolerate kids. She she didn't like them at all. So I kind of you know. It would Danya probably wouldn't have had a lot of memories because she was so young. Mm-hmm. She probably wouldn't have had a lot of memories anyway. But it would have been nice that she might, or maybe it would have just been nice for me mm-hmm. to have memories of them interacting, or whatever. Like I have with with Danya, my dad. 
you know, I have a lot of sure, great sure. memories of, of them together. And I don't really have any of those with Danya and my mom. Which I understand that. It's kind of sad for me. But um, that other generation's important too in the life of any of a child. Yeah. Or anybody. Yeah. I think about that even now because my aunt passing is not yet another generation because the generation before her is mostly gone. Right. And now my mom's generation is starting to go. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It's nice when the, when they can know generations before and before. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So uh, anyway, so, yes, this this is something that you can do for them. Uh, if you have someone who is suffering from Alzheimer's or dementia, that it, it's 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 not hard, you know. Right. It's just a little time to to you know if you don't know that because they said that uh, even listening to the songs help, mm-hmm. but singing actually singing the songs helps the most because it engages both sides of the brain. I'm for this, yeah. and I have to be honest with you. If I had an old person in my in my life, we could listen to Dreamgirl soundtrack every. <laughs> day i would be all right with jennifer holiday and you singing along to right. and i'm telling you right every day or hearing dream girls or in any any black musical and any in, in chicago yeah any candor and ebb yeah and in any and any black musical i could be down for right but yeah so I'm, I'm glad my dad is not um he 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 has some memory issues but just normal when you get to be eight over 80 type mm-hmm. memory issues but not to the point that it's like dementia or anything. And in fact, you know where he where he is. He tells the the nurse because he knows he says in his words that a lot of his uh, a lot of the people that are in the facility with him are out to lunch is mm-hmm. the is the term that he uses. Mm-hmm. And he said they see an old person in a wheelchair, they just assume. And he tells them, you know, uh, yeah, there, there's nothing wrong up here. <laughs> My problem is from here to here, and he's right. pointing from his knee. Down to his to do it to his ankle. He said, "This is where my problem is, right, right. here, not up here." And then he points back up to his head. He's mm-hmm. Like I'm all here, <laughs> right? Well, then he then he can go around and sing "Ease on Down the Road" with them, <laughs> right? With the rest of the patients, get them so they can ha- so he can have somebody to talk to. And he has a great voice too. Does he? Yeah, I did not inherit that from him, <laughs> unfortunately. But uh, yeah, he's, he has a nice singing voice. Uh, like not you know you know he ain't Luther or Usher or nothing, but he can definitely carry a tune. Well, good. Again, he can go down down the <laughs> ha- hallways singing Don't Nobody Bring Me No Bad News. Right. Yeah, he could. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so let's. Uh, it's time for us now to get into our question of the week. Sweet. And it's a good thing that we have a little extra time today, too, because, Pip, you killed it with this question, man. They, they, uh, this is one of our biggest responses ever, ever. People were, oh, they were loving this one. So the question is, let's see if I can find it. Uh, Is it what, what movie? What movie have you seen many times and are still entertained by it? Okay, so Kmart starts off with Boomerang. Then we have Latoya Twin Howard says Life. How did I get life? <laughs> right. Uh, my niece Rochelle says Color Purple, These and she are all is good. She is not kidding either. Now, see, the, the, this was a little bit disturbing, only because at the time that my niece Rochelle was watching 
color purple on rewind constantly day after day. Mm-hmm. She was, uh, I believe, what, what year did color purple come out? Like 86. Yeah, she was about six years old. <laughs> so that was a problem. But for I'm not me. mad at her. These first three, these are movies I have seen over a dozen times already. Uh, I'm not mad at her, but I felt like More Color Purple was a little bit inappropriate for a six year old to be watching back to back to back to back to back to back. <laughs> Literally. She's moved. So uh, I kind of I kind of stopped her from watching this so many times, but it's still one of her favorites, and you know she's she's grown now. It's a fine film. So. Uh, yeah. Steven Spielberg put his foot in that. <laughs> Bobby Holiday said Goodfellas, which is one of mine as well. I've also seen that movie several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, many of these I've seen several times as well. Donald Thomas says The Color Purple and The Matrix and Scarface. Also movies I've seen several times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Scarface I have not seen several times. And The Matrix I have not seen several times. But The Color Purple, I've kind of s- I haven't seen it all the way through many times. So I guess I kind of, no, nah, I, I guess I haven't seen all those movies. All the way through many times. Uh, Miss Gwen Turner. Hey, Miss Gwen. She said Harlem Nights. Interesting. Nice. Nice pool. Lisa Bryan says Green Book. She That's went a, new school. I saw a movie I still haven't seen. Oh, you haven't? You will mm-hmm. You will like it. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, you will like it. I that feel movie. like I've seen that movie before. They just called it something else. I feel I like I've seen so. several movies like the Green, like green Book where... Maybe. Uh, black Maybe. and white. And, it's not super original, but... you. I, I'm pretty sure you'll like it. Okay. I'd, be, I'd be very surprised. I like both actors a lot. I'd be very surprised if you don't like it. I like it. both actors a lot. It's just escaped me. D- don't get me wrong. I just saw Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen I've missed a lot the last couple of years. Right. Uh, Lee Murphy says Jaws. Uh, that's that's a surprise for me. I But you know what? I think Lee Murphy, because Lee Murphy is, I think, a special effects guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think he's actually a special effects I've seen a lot of pictures on him, and he's, he's a friend through Weasel. Mm-hmm. So I think he's in the business and he does special effects. And I think that might be the reason why he can watch Film, it so many times. Filmmakers seem to like Jaws. There's something about Jaws that's like one of those movies that filmmakers refer back to a lot. You know what's funny to me, though? Jaws is one of those – it's from an era where, you know, I, I recently have started watching or 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 did go back and watch, rewatch a lot of movies from that era. Mm-hmm. And Jaws is, Jaws is one of them. And one of the reasons why is because my daughter loves shark movies. Okay. So I'm like, Jaws started it off. You know what I mean? Like, you got to watch. But I watched Jaws. It does nothing for you? It, 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 it's Filmmaking was so different back then. Yeah. It's one of those things where you can't always, the, a lot of the great ones do translate and mm-hmm. transcend time and errors. But some of them that were good in its day don't. And I feel like Jaws is one of those that was great in its day that now the way that we make movies mm-hmm. is, is boring as hell. See, I'm with you on that one. I, n- I never thought got what was great about Jaws, but again, I still hear a lot of filmmakers refer to it. But like, did you watch it back then too? Or mm-hmm. did you only yeah, watch it? absolutely. Okay. And back then, how'd you feel about it? Uh... I, I I didn't have it. I didn't think it was great or bad. Honestly, we were I, pretty small. Yeah, but I also I also remember everyone saying like how scared they were to go in the water. Right. And like I didn't. But I didn't. Ha- I didn't have those feels have from watching that. Yeah. I, to me, the most fascinating scene was you the didn't dude, live near the ocean either. So. That's true. <laughs> Hard to be afraid of something that ain't around. <laughs> um, the most fascinating scene to me was the dude being eaten by the shark at the at, at the end of the boat, and, the, and that was like I was like I thought that was kind of cool, mm-hmm. but I also seemed kind of unbelievable, like because it's a movie. Right. So I, I didn't. I didn't. I, I don't have those feels about Jaws, but I have seen it several times. Okay. Well, when as a kid, I'm not entertained by it yeah. once. <laughs> as, a, as a kid, I I liked Jaws. I thought it was awesome. I felt because I 
I had never seen anything like that before. Okay. You know, um, but now going back, it's boring as hell. You barely see the shark. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's, 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 it's slow. It's a slow burn. Yeah, it is. Well, and th- 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 this also comes at when I first saw Jaws at the same time as I saw like the Exorcist. Right. And, and the Omen. Right. And those kinds of movies that were like right. scary, scary, right. like religious scary movies. Right. And that to me was a scary movie. Right. Jaws didn't seem that scary. It just seemed kind of like, eh, it's just yeah. a shark. Yeah. No, I agree. The Exorcist is still scary. you know but uh yeah jaws was but i think i think it was it was a little scary for me but i think i was like seven or something Mm -hmm. so i was pretty small but yeah trying to go back and watch it now did not work for me at all i was like and and that's not the only one i felt that way about alien i felt that way about a lot of the big blockbusters alien was all right aliens Mm -hmm. still holds up yeah um but yeah, this I just feel like the way we made movies back then with the timing and pacing, whatever. Like now, even slower movies are paced better than the so-called blockbusters back then. I know what you, you know mean. I know what you so, mean. I get still so. like I, I think filmmakers also do it because that's the way Spielberg cut things and what he showed and what he didn't show. Mm-hmm. The legs underwater and you know that kind of stuff. It was you know right. he definitely definitely had a style to it. All oh, right, yeah. Lee. So LJ said, "Time Bandits, Young Frankenstein, Blazing Saddles, Shawshank Redemption, uh, Redemption, Princess Bride, a lot of a lot of range in there, and I, I, all those are good movies, pretty much. Uh, Time Bandits, eh, Young Frankenstein, there's yeah, some good movies in there. The Blazing the Saddles, is, Blazing Saddles is a classic. Shawshank Redemption is a classic. Princess Bride is classic. So a lot of range in there. The good, the bad, and the ugly too. Oh, the oh, okay, the good, the bad, the ugly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then she said they never get old." Okay. Uh, that was she a does that a lot. Yeah. yeah. I've seen all these too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Corey Burr said New Jack City and Devil's Advocate. Okay. Okay. Oh, she also said Lady in the Tramp. Green Book is the only movie I haven't seen so far. Uh, there, There isn't one I haven't seen so far. <laughs> Chad Samuel Jr. said, oh, now here we go. One I haven't seen. White Chicks. Are you for real? Yeah. I That's seen. a joke answer. Don't play with me. <laughs> I think he's serious. Don't play he, me. I think he can watch White Chicks over and over again. Oh my gosh! Okay, so, I'm gonna try. Not I think to he judge. think it's really, you didn't. You, so I take it you didn't think that movie was great. You didn't think it was funny. No. Okay. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I've never seen it, so I couldn't. Say. You don't waste your time, Dino. Okay. <laughs> Life's too short. Spend time with your daughter. <laughs> Momo said, "The Fifth Element." Oh, that's a great movie. Chris Tucker killed it. He yeah. killed it in that movie. Yeah, he did. He killed it. Well, he stole they were it. all good. They were. They all were. Good. They were. But he really like. And I love the special effects. It was so different movie. for him. Yeah, you know what Way I mean. That was different. That was the first. Time, yeah, that was the first time we ever seen him like that. And yeah. we was like, wow, this dude is not just silly. Yeah, yeah. He had some. He had some acting going. Yeah. On. Oh yeah. He brought it. He, and he was playing it. a character that was like at also at that time, and I say this as a black man. Mm-hmm. Black men in Hollywood were are real picky about the roles they get, especially leading black men, because yes. they don't want to be seen as effeminate right. or any kind of way. And he picked a character that was like could have been a career killer. Yeah, there's a there's a little bit of a conspiracy theory with that. You know, that a lot of a lot of black males, a lot of black people feel like, you know, Hollywood wants to show black men in a certain light right. and this and that. And they that's why so many are careful dress. about it. Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of a yeah, it's, it's a thing. It's a yeah. real thing. Yeah, in our community. Like, so yeah, it was very daring for him. Yeah, to Denzel do that. told uh, Will Smith, "Don't do any male male kissing scenes." And um, what's some his first movie? 
uh, 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 not seven pounds, but um, yeah, he, 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 yeah, it was kind of oh, a, the John, it was a John Gore, seven, six degrees of separation. Right, right, right. We, uh, Weasel and I, we, we used to, I remember us having a discussion about that. We kind of felt like it was kind of, kind of wrong for him to go after that because he, he labor, he lobbied for that part mm-hmm. and then he got it. And then he reneged on the kissing scene, and right. he knew that was part of the scene when right. he went for the the role. Right, and I like that was kind of a like messed up thing to do. But then Denzel said, right. "Well, you're going to have this now part of your thing, and that's how they're going to see you in the movies, and la la la. And this is your first role." But yeah. that didn't happen. It's so funny because yeah, I, nobody would care. <laughs> and the funny thing that that you that you uh, speaking of the Will Smith, I just recently saw the Gemini Man, mm-hmm. or at least I saw most of it. I kind of fell asleep on it, but I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. Like, I don't know. It, I hear it was panned. It's got ba- bad reviews, and and it's not uh, it's not doing well at the theater and all that or whatever, or didn't do well at the that movie. I don't know why. Mm. I thought that was one of that's definitely Will Smith's best movie in a while, and uh, it was it was a, a fun action movie. I thought so. I don't understand what the problem was, but I really liked it. So I definitely plan on going back in. Uh, catching that part I fell asleep on. Maybe it wasn't enough male on male action. Time, <laughs> time for him to turn it around. Make some new choices. <laughs> so I don't know. But anyway, uh Hershey Turner said training day. Oh my god. Speaking god. of Denzel. So good. Yeah, so good. Daniel Daniel Johnson, aka uh Miss Hot Sauce, uh says the father of the bride one and two. Uh I get I get why the appeal of that. Shout I've seen to, them both. Shout yeah. out to Hennessy and Hot Wings podcast. Them. Numerous times. Yeah. Those those are classics too. Uh shout out to Jarrell Minor Senior, uh, and the Three Shades Dope podcast. Haven't heard from him in a while. Uh he said The Last Dragon. Okay. Okay. Remember that? Remember that? Yeah, I there's not one movie I haven't seen yet. Mm. Uh I still have the green book. And uh Marvin says, I'm I'm gonna get you sucker. And C B four C B four is okay. I'm going to get you sucker though. I'll get watch over and over. And Christy Chris said, Goodfellas, another mm-hmm, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. She also said, Forrest Gump and Godfather. Reginald said, Wall Street. Joe Outcast said, Hook. Really? Okay. Yeah. You don't hear that one very often. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Hook might be the one movie I haven't seen all the way through. I think I saw pieces there. I don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think I saw Hook all the way from beginning to end. I might have, but I can't remember. Rosalind Jackson. Says, oh no, Tanita Lario says coming to America and Elf. Okay. Rosalind nice Jackson. Comedies. Shout out to Wordy Girl Entertainment. Love Jones. That, that is a. Uh, they say I'm no less. Another hood classic. You know, it's funny. My, uh, I think I was talking to my nephew, and, we, and it, I didn't realize until recently how many black classics that Lorenz Tate were in. Huh. He's been in quite a few. few. Love Jones. He's got Minister Society. Love Jones. I love that soundtrack. Um, uh, there's an, another, there's at least three that like he's been in. Like a pity with a hole in it. Favorite movie of all time. I know every line is what Rosalind said about Love Jones. Uh, my cousin Lisa Love says, set it off. Okay, set it off. Nathan Nice, shout out to uh, the Kitchen Couch podcast. He said Pulp Fiction. Also, a cla- that's good. Yeah. Yes, that is definitely a classic. Uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, Gail says uh, Pootie Tang, Snatch, Major Pain, and Devil's Advocate. Pootie Tang. <laughs> Pootie Tang's a good movie. 
Pootie Tang is a movie that I almost didn't see because I, I kind of thought, like, ah, uh, I know. One Trick Pony. Yeah, but then I saw it. I'm like, okay, this is hilarious. <laughs> uh, I kind of felt like it worked better as a sketch than as a whole movie. I felt like it was a little bit thin. It wasn't quite there. It was a little there. thin, but yeah, it's, you know, it was a thin. comedy. Yeah. Gail Thompson, I mean, not Gail. Really you know what Gail. it reminds me, actually? Hmm. It kind of reminds me of, uh, of uh, Dolomite. Okay. He was sort of, you know, he was there to clean up the community and everyone hmm. else thought he was a gangster and he's okay. a bad guy. <laughs> uh, uh, nephew Deuce says Friday after next Interesting Pimp down Pimp in distress Laughing my ass off <laughs> I don't know that one Pimp down Pimp in distress That's yeah Those are uh, uh, What do you call it uh, Cat Williams Some famous lines Of Cat Williams Oh I thought that, it was a movie No 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 Those were famous lines From uh, Friday after next oh, yeah, Friday after next I've seen Yeah yeah Those were yeah Cat Williams Famous lines from that uh, Moni says uh, Jump in the broom The help Fifty uh, first dates, fun with Dick and Jane and Annie. Okay, okay, Monty, thank you for supporting the visual arts, but we can't go to the movies together. <laughs> Although I've seen them all, I've seen all these movies. Uh, you, you know what? I, uh, finally, yeah, fun with Dick and Jane. I did not see. The Help is only one of those movies I actually liked, and I liked Fifty First Dates. It's okay. Course, especially, yeah, it was, I don't like Adam Sandler that much. I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan either But that was one of his better movies For me uh, Jumping the Broom I feel like I probably saw that you And should have seen it but I can't really remember it I'm sure you saw it on a date with some with your wife <laughs> Something I, th- I think that predates my wife But uh, I'm pretty sure I saw that In any case uh, Yeah the, 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 we'll get into some A couple I haven't seen now Daryl McCullough says Uh same time next year. Oh, I love that movie. Um, Blazing Saddles. I haven't seen Same Time Next Year, so that's another one. Blazing that's old. Saddles. And which way is up? I, Same Time Next Year. I feel like it's from the late seventies. Okay. It's a uh, um, uh, who wrote the I Couple? Oh, um, uh, I'm thinking Neil I'm Simon. Not, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Neil Simon. Movie. Neil Simon, right? Yeah, the Goodbye Girl Man. Yeah. This, it's, yeah. So he wrote Same Time Next Year, yeah. and Alan Alda's in it. Right. Okay. Okay, yeah, that is that is a, a deep pool. Yeah, it is. A, <laughs> that's a good movie. Yeah, those names. Woo. Uh, Which way is up? Somebody ate my chicken, and I hope you choke on the bone. <laughs> Kimmy Hunt says, Kimmy Hunt Lucas says, the, no, the, the negotiator with Sam L. Jackson. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jessica Allen says, Elf. With several exclamation points. <laughs> Sherry Taylor says, Terms of Endearment. Sean the Big O, shout out to uh, In the Black Podcast. He said History of the World, which I'm I'm surprised that that is uh, the movie he came with. But uh, why is that? Just knowing him, all the Mel Brooks just be- movies. No, or? just because I know him, I'm just surprised that 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 was you know his pick and that he likes that or whatever. But he, he does have a good sense of humor, so that's all. It's all you know? bits. Yeah, it's yeah, all bits. Yeah, that's all it is. Yeah. Uh, Sashua says, "Whatever happened to Baby Jane, Bodyguard?" Whitney Houston and The Grinch with Jim Carrey. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? That was dark. Yeah, that's a dark it's one so to funny. watch over and over again. These are some gay picks. Actually, <laughs> but it's a woman. So, <laughs> whatever happened to Baby Jane? Uh, the Bodyguard and The Grinch. Those are gay picks. It's pretty gay. Really? Yeah. It's, the Grinch is not that gay, except that it's got a lot of makeup. Okay. <laughs> but uh, these are gay classics. Whatever happened to Baby Jane? The Bodyguard. Really? I have seen. I've seen all of these. I've seen all of these. Uh, C.C. Pettison said 
The Count of Monte Cristo. I like that. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a deep pool. That's mm-hmm. that's one that a lot of people. I enjoyed that's, that movie. That's one I watched on Sunday afternoons at my mom's house growing up. That was good. And then she said Bram Stoker's Dracula. That's another okay. good one. Another good one. Boy, we did get a lot of answers on this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Tanya said Hope Floats. Mm. I can watch over and over. Yeah, okay. hope hope only floats in that movie because there's no actual hope. <laughs> That's Sandra Bullock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I saw that too. Uh, uh, Uncle Uncle Pastor Power says, "I can't believe no one already claimed this one." The Godfather. Somebody did say the Godfather. At least one or two people actually said the Godfather. Bro, you missed it. Um, Don Chapman says, "Roll bounce." Okay, that's that skating movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Easy E said, "Goonies." And two tough guys and super troopers. Okay. Yvette Yolanda Joe says, uh, Claudine. Ooh, another deep pool. I remember that. He helped me trying to learn. He teaching me how to hold my liquor. (laughs) (laughs) And also a great, also a great soundtrack by Glass Night and the Pips. Yeah. Uh, Friday, all of them. Boomerang, Mm -hmm. Hoodlum. Uh, Mud is anything with a few exceptions. <laughs> and I just watched Equalizer for the first time two weeks ago. I'm in love and the DVD is starting to skip. <laughs> okay, bet. <laughs> Hashtag watch too much. That's what she says. Jason said weird science. Okay. Yeah, that weird was, that science. was it. I was in love with some uh, Kelly LeBrock back in those weird science days. Ooh. And uh, that was when uh, um, Michael Anthony Hall was just a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, L.A. DeVette says Limitless with Bradley Cooper. I've never heard of this movie. Limitless, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a pretty good movie. You should check it out. All right. Pretty good. It's about It's about a guy who he gets a hold of this pill. That makes you like. Oh, I, do. I I remember this movie. Yeah. Came out. I never saw it though. Yeah. Okay. I'll and, check it out. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cardinal Lopez says Grease. Okay. Grease Lightning. Grease. There you go. And Love Jones. Mm-hmm. Kill Bill Volume One. Okay. Wow. And uh, Drew. Drew says Set It Off. And Rent. And Rent. Yes. Oh. Yeah. And Friday. I'm not feeling you on the Rent. I love the, <laughs> I love the stage show, but the movie I thought was now Rent. That's another one I haven't seen. I Ram- didn't quite get it. Doug Rambo said, uh, Jeremiah Johnson, how old are you, Rambo? Because you <laughs> always come with something so old that I never even heard of it, and I am not young. Uh, <laughs> and and not only am I not young, I'm not one of those dudes that no, that don't know anything about stuff before my time, right. about pop culture before my time. I'm pretty versed about some pop culture before me. So it was not like, oh, you know, it's not it's before 1970. I don't know what it is. Uh Jeremiah Johnson, I don't know. Wow. Okay. Uh David says Saving Private Ryan and Juana said Wizard of Oz. Mm. Okay. Oh, there's more. Yeah, there's more. This is the last one though, finally. Uh we're getting to the last two. Ray Bellmaster says Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory and Men of Honor. And then as a as a mail in candidate, we got a mail from uh, Matt Krabby Patty, <laughs> and uh, he said it's Krabby, and he said uh, can watch these over and over. Galaxy Quest. I don't. I don't. Uh, that I sounds like, like a video game. Galaxy Quest is funny. I don't. I don't know that one. Oh, that's a good movie. You would like that. You could watch that with Danya too. Okay. Uh, Fifth Element, 
And Auntie Mame. Come on with the Auntie Mame. Come on. I, I don't know Auntie Mame. Either. Oh my God, that's a great movie. Okay. Uh, well, that's your. That's boy. Rosalind Russell from the 1950s. I don't know. 60s. I don't know. I don't oh, know it's fine. It's it's about this. It's this this this. Uh, it takes place. It starts in the 20s, where this this uh, kid is adopted by his aunt. His dad dies, and his only living relative is this eccentric aunt in New York. Okay. And she teaches him about life. She's super liberal. Huh? He comes from a conservative family, and she's like, life is like a banquet, and most people are starving to death. Most poor suckers are starving to death. That's what she says. <laughs> life is a banquet, and most poor suckers are starving to death. Wow. Live, live, live. Take a bite out of life. Okay. <laughs> so he goes on all these adventures with his aunts. They go through the stock market crash and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, it's I, I love Auntie May. Okay. Sounds pretty good. All right, so uh, I guess it's time for us to to go inside the theater. I mean, inside the theater, inside the studio here, and uh, start off with you, Pip. What? Well, a- well, it's I have a long list of things. Many of you already named them, but I'm going to say at the right. top of my list, watched over and over and over, and would continue to watch over and over again. If it was on right now and it came on right in the middle, I would sit and watch it. Coming to America. Okay. okay. My number one movie. Watch it over and over. Okay. Well, my number one and two are both Eddie Murphy movies. One of them is Coming to America. The other one is Boomerang. Yeah, it's, Boomerang's pretty good. I was going to say yeah. Color Purple and Auntie Mame yeah. on that list, actually, for me. And Sunset so, Boulevard. Yeah, I, I don't have anything or, original that wasn't said. I, mm. I like to try to do that. Right, I'm with you. But, uh, no, people, it was it was a, so much response and so diverse that they pretty much covered everything everything that yeah. I've seen multiple times. Uh, with one exception. There's one exception, and it's not because uh, the, the only movie – that I watched many times that was not mentioned is one that I feel that's a little bit overrated. Uh, I, I do think it was good if considering that was his first film and all that, but I do feel like it was a little bit overrated. Boys in the hood. Oh, I love boys. In the boys hood. in the hood. I, I, I like it too. I love it too. It was the first movie that I really connected to as mm-hmm. far as like on, on a, on a, like, like that life, like in that neighborhood, just, you know what I mean? Just like, mm-hmm. I, I felt like, I know what you mean. Like it was real to me. Yeah, I know what you it mean. It was real. And to you're me. from here, so that's right. even more so. Exactly. So yeah. So I've seen that many, 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 many times. I don't think but, it's overrated. Uh, I'll tell you that's a, that's I also do. on the I list of, of movies that when it came out, I had no interest in it. Okay. Because when it came out, and this is this is definitely an East Coast West Coast thing. During that time period, I was over all of that. Maybe because I lived in the Midwest, but it was also like I just like I didn't like the glorification of black poverty and black gangs. Right. I didn't like that romantic. They seemed like it was being romanticized by, by in certain movies and, and culture, pop culture in general. Yeah. I felt like there were a lot Rap of music, music executives and yeah. film executives that had n- not connected to that experience at all. Who were making a lot of money exploiting us. That's, right. that was my political headspace. I was in my twenties, right? Yeah. No. So, um, no. I, was, I was not down for that kind of stuff. I get it. I get it. And you- then someone's like, no, this is a really good movie. And I went to see it and I was like, Oh, this is actually about real people. This is I, I I could relate to these people. Yeah, this is real. Yeah, I no I get it. I was I was anti gang uh, uh so called gangster rap. Yeah, at, you know at first. Yeah, you know it it took me a minute. It's like I found I was missing out some good shit. Well, <laughs> I, no, I'm and I, I feel the same way about that too because yeah. there were some that yeah. like that like. I'm never going to, let's be honest, like, I, my dad lived in Long Beach, mm-hmm. but I don't know nothing about what Snoop Dogg is talking about. Right. Like, I don't know right. nothing about regulating. Right. 
<laughs> Nothing. Zero things about regulating. I know how to regulate the, the temperature of my house. That's Warren G, but I get your point. Well, I'm just saying, no, I'm <laughs> yeah. just saying like all the, the whole, no, I the, get all it. that. Yeah, the whole, yeah. The and, whole, right. But it was some good music happening right. around all that. Yeah, definitely. I just, I just didn't like the stuff that to me that seemed exploitive. No, no, I get it. I, and I agree. Like I said, I was the, you know, the same way at first, but then, yeah, there, but there are other sides to it, you know. But uh, yeah, I hear you. Do we I have a question? You. So, uh, yes, we do actually. Uh, what is it? It's uh, it's a similar one. It's oh, it's favorite holiday movies. Oh, favorite holiday movies. Any holiday? Are, the winter holiday. No, the one the winter season, the season we're in now. So you know, I don't think there's too many Thanksgiving movies. So, so basically, I guess Christmas, Christmas Hanukkah, Hanukkah, New Year's. Yeah, the Kwanzaa, New Year's. All those great Kwanzaa movies. Yeah, right? Any, so basically the fall season, you know, any of those. I'm going to make the first holidays. great Kwanzaa movie. <laughs> That's going to be my goal in life, to make the first great Kwanzaa movie. Yeah, well. We, we that everyone going to watch every year. We need one. Yeah. We really actually do. Actually, we actually do. There, it's, it's a ripe ground for a lot of stuff, or like a true heartfelt family drama or a comedy. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like you do a comedy just based off the tenets of it and how people never or fail to reach them. Yeah. Or just trying to connect with your children with something or whatever right. the case may be. Yeah. I used to have a, uh, when I did Schoolhouse Rock Live, uh, not, uh, I did, actually, I'm sorry, this was post Schoolhouse Rock Live when I was at Second City, and I wanted to do a Schoolhouse Rock Live type of song. Mm-hmm. And I did one about Hanukkah. And it goes like this. I'm the black holiday. Yes, I'm the black holiday. And Kwanzaa is my name, you can say. Well, my name is Swahili. And here's a sad fact. No one seems to care. Not even the blacks. Please celebrate me or I will die. I want to be like the 4th of July. <laughs> that was my Kwanzaa song. Definitely got that schoolhouse rock feel to it there. Yes, I'm only a bill. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what, that was the whole idea. And then there was the yeah. talking. The guy's like, so how'd you become a holiday? Right, right. That's nice. That'd be a good skit. That'd be a good skit or something like that or uh, what do you call it? A sketch. Yeah. Sketch or something. But uh, yeah. All right, bro. Well, shout out to our girl, Dijon, who, you know, didn't check in. But uh, I hope you are enjoying your your uh, Thanksgiving holiday season with your family. Absolutely. Uh, hope you're tra- you having safe travels. Safe travels. And um, we will see you and all the rest of the listeners next week. Yeah. We're out of here. This is it. All right, then. All right. So for Dijon Monique, for uh, Pip Lily. You lied to me. I'm Dino Reyes saying holla at your boy. From all of our crew to listeners like you, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of The Shiznit. And don't forget to tell your friends about the show. Check out our website, theshiznitshow.com, or hit us up on Facebook under The Shiznit. Follow us on Twitter at The Shiznit Show. Write to us at theshiznitshow at gmail.com. Or leave us a voicemail and make it sexy at 424-261-4878. This has been The Shiznit. You're listening to the Red Rock Podcast Network.